Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. At the window. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. And go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. Welcome, welcome to At the Window here on the Fantasy Sports Network. What's going on? I'm Sean Guasamacchia. Pleased to join you again today here on a Tuesday afternoon, July 16th in Midtown Manhattan, Studio 34. Versa to my left, you right in front of me directly on YouTube, Pluto TV, and later on on Fantasy Sports Radio. Thank you for tuning in. A lot to get into. The Madding, the John Madden video game, the 2020 player rankings, ratings, they are out. People are upset, especially NFL players. I'll get into that shortly. But I begin with my trip. I went to Kmart today. I want to see if you're in the chat right now, YouTube chat, or you're following along watching. Went to Kmart, paid for a few items. We needed something uh, down there in the office, some coffee cups. Uh, had to go out and get them because I drink the most coffee down there, uh, more than anyone. Probably like, uh, I would say roughly about six to seven cups a day. They're, they're still small cups, whatever. But So it was my turn. I went, and I paid for... Um, the, the coffee cups. Actually, at Kmart, they didn't have them. I had to go somewhere else. But anyway, paid for something else. I get to the register, and after I paid, the before I paid, the, the lady was like, uh, do you want to make a donation to the St. Jude Children's Hospital? And it's a wonderful, um, you know, foundation, a wonderful charity, and they do great work. But I was like, no. And she made a remark, and so she was like, no. I was like, yeah, no. I was like, can you guarantee me that, my donation, 100%, goes to St. Jude. She's like, no, I can't. I was like, so how much does Kmart get out of this? And so then I looked it up, and the New York Post had an article that <laughs> recently, and this is sad, that Kmart frauded St. Jude Hospital out of $700,000 they have yet to see. So they didn't see a dime from what, when you pay at the cash register when they asked you for a donation of a dollar or what have you. They didn't see a dime of that. So I feel good about myself for saying no, because I... That is the worst. If, if you want to uh, donate to a charity and stuff like that, there's a better way to do it. Uh, look it up, your favorite charity. But being forced to uh, or asked uh, when you paid for something, Kmart should just take money out of my sale. Uh, and if they do that, congratulations to them. But the fact that they frauded out $700,000 from St. Jude Children's Hospital, that is shameful. And, and so just, just really sad that people – thinking they're making a nice donation to St. Jude Children's Hospital when they go to Kmart. It's not going to them. And hopefully, they'll, because it was an article in the New York Post a couple of months ago, hopefully they will get to it and make that donation, make that, that uh, to the St. Jude's Children's Hospital, $700,000 that they alluded to. So just that started my day off. I just wanted to get that out there. But um, that's back, back to sports now. Uh, I don't know. Danny, do you go to uh, Kmart at all? Uh, honestly, other than the one that's like right across the street from oh, yeah. our studio, yeah. I don't even have one near me. I didn't even really know that they were still around, except when you look at 
out of our studio. Right. Well, me too. This is the first time I've been to a Kmart in forever. Yeah. And yeah, and and so that's why I bring it up because the, the uh, register when I was at the register, the, the lady was like, "Do you want to make a donation?" And I was like, "You know." And so I, I've never seen that before at going to a supermarket or what have you. I um, mean, did wait? Did you did you tell her like you're like Kmart's been defrauding for? for I didn't know. No, I didn't know that at the time. But I'm oh, always okay. skeptical. I'm, I'm skeptical, right? That my money, 100 percent or at least 90 percent or whatever, is going to go to the charity. It's going to go to Kmart. Uh, you know what I mean? Or like I don't trust these. I don't trust third parties. You know, when you're talking about charities and stuff, donation, you're making donations. Um, yeah, I mean, it's weird when you look into a lot of a lot of charities um, end up having to take a, a, a big cut. Yeah, of it. it's you never know for sure. A hundred percent. Right. So but then I looked it up and I was glad I made that decision. So um, after learning that and the New York Post had the article, but it's really sad, though. It's really sad that that happened. Hopefully Kmart has made amends and paid the money that they said was going to the St. Jude Children's Hospital. But uh, yeah, uh, that was just, just to start off my day, that, that's what I ran into. But back to sports and the Madden uh, rankings, ratings, player rankings, uh, and the 2020 video game, and players all upset, and, and Eric Ebron, he said he was salty because of his low ranking. And I did some research on Eric Ebron. Right, we know he had a breakout year for the Colts after four years where he was, to be nice, he underachieved in Detroit. He was a 10th overall pick in the 2014 NFL Draft. Players that went after him, Aaron Donald, um, Odell Beckham Jr., um, who else? It was, it was a, lot of, a lot of great players. Um, I'm trying to think. But at least those two went right directly after him. A lot of great players. Yet the Lions, they took Eric Ebron. Underachieved is, is a nice way of putting it his first four years. Dropping the ball, had a 9.7 drop rate in 2016. And he goes on to the Indianapolis Colts, scores a ton of touchdowns, 13 last year receiving. Breakout year, kind of, but Andrew Luck has a lot to do with that when you have a quarterback as good as Andrew Luck throwing you the football, and they threw a lot last year. And he's salty about his ranking. Well, he got the benefit of the doubt two years ago when in Madden 2018, where he had a horrible year, second year in the NFL, by, a stand, by his standards, by first-round pick standards, by 10th overall standards, dropped the ball, 9.7 drop rate, as I mentioned, and he had a 81 ranking, which people, look it up now, Google it. We're talking about how overrated the ranking was for Eric Ebron. Now he gets a, um, he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt this time after his you know, breakout year with the Colts, and he's salty about it. The people that should be salty about it, they are the Detroit Lions fans because, hey, for four years... They did not see this Eric Ebron that showed up last season for the Indianapolis Colts. They should be salty. Not Eric Ebron. But Eli Manning, that's a 72 ranking rating for Eli Manning, the lowest of all 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Now, Eli Manning, I'm not as a big fan of Eli Manning. If you know me, I've, I've always been critical of Eli Manning. But he's not the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. No chance. He was even ranked b- um, below Case Keenum. There's no way. Eli Manning is worse than Case Keenum. The numbers last year prove it out, too. So that I would be salty about. But the biggest uh, um, problem I have with the Daniel Jones, a 63, the rookie quarterback for the New York Giants. I mean, even Drew Locke, a rookie quarterback, is ranked higher than him. Uh, Will Greer, a rookie quarterback, is ranked higher than him. He's a first-round pick. He should have 
a higher ranking than those two guys. They didn't go in the first round. Just uh, terrible. And But who cares at the end of the day, right? Does it really matter? It's just a video game, for crying out loud. A lot more to do. Javion Clowney, he did not get a long-term deal. We'll talk about the Houston Texans defensive end. Yes, defensive end. That's next here on At The Window. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631-800-961-3631-800-961-3631-800-961-3631-800-961-3631. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Back here on At The Window on the Fantasy Sports Network. I am Sean Guasamacchia. I don't know. Did you see this yesterday? It was a deadline Monday, 4 p.m. Eastern time to for franchise players in the NFL to work out a long-term deal. If they did not, they cannot negotiate a long-term deal until after the season. So they would have to play. If they choose to sign that franchise tag on the franchise, one-year franchise tag for the season, 
The one guy who did not get a long-term deal, Robbie Gold, got a long-term deal. Uh, Grady Jarrett from the Atlanta Falcons, defensive tackle, he got a, a long-term deal. They worked it out. The one guy who did not, high profile, Jadavion Clowney, Houston Texans. Part of the, the rift, I guess, with, with Jadavion Clowney starts with being designated a DN slash linebacker. Thus, he was paid a, for, uh, as a linebacker, which is a million, uh, $1.7 million less than what he would be paid if he was designated as a defensive end. And ESPN had a great stat. He played 729 snaps last season as a defensive end, 33 as a linebacker. The guy's a defensive end. Come on, let's stop with the pettiness. They're trying to save money. And the, the, the agent for Clowney filed a grievance with the NFL, so he'll most likely get that money back, although they didn't side with Jimmy Graham. But I think this is a bigger case uh, to make for Clowney because he primarily played as a defensive end last year, and he's a defensive end. And he's a good defensive end, too. Last year was his best season, according to Pro Football Focus. He's great against the run. The Texans with Watt, and there's others on that great defensive line. They uh, only, uh, opponents average 3.4 yards per carry, lowest in the league against the Texans. They were 12th in total defense last season. Clowney, for what it's worth, one of the best defensive ends slash rushers, edge rushers, against the run. The guy is very much... Underappreciated, I think, and it's because J.J. Watt casts a huge shadow. Whitney Merciless is also casts a huge shadow as far as rushing the passer is concerned. Uh, Clowney has not achieved a double-digit sack season. He's had nine and a half last season, nine uh, sacks the year before. Those are his high water marks. So he's not, as the number one overall pick coming out of South Carolina, he's not achieved that great breakout season as far as rushing the passer. But as far as tackles for losses... He's right there uh, over the last three seasons. He actually has more tackle for losses plus sacks than Khalil Mack. You know, much um, of the, I guess, image uh, of Clowney is that of his rookie year. He he only played four games, and then the year after that, I only had four and a half sacks. So a lot of the perception of Clowney is that he's not living up to his billing as number one overall pick in 2014. And that's certainly true, uh, because you remember the hype. It was almost a Zion Williamson-like hype to Javion Clowney when he came out of South Carolina and was the number one overall pick for the Houston Texans. And a lot of that has to do with Michigan. Thank you very much. They decided not to block him in a bowl game, and he just almost took the head off of Vincent Smith, the running back. His helmet flew off, and uh, that just made the uh, uh, Javion Clowney's career. There was a lot of hype before that, and that was just played on an endless loop on ESPN over and over again. The truth is, it was a missed blocking assignment. Taylor Luan was the offensive tackle at the time for the Michigan Wolverines. He blocked down. He just left the clowny alone. He was unblocked, and it was he just, boom, almost uh, ended Vincent Smith's career, and, and that's basically what Vincent Smith's known for, unfortunately. His career did not live up to the billing for the Michigan Wolverines, and the rest is history. But for Jadavion Clowney, though, not signing this guy to a long-term deal, I think it's a big mistake for the Texans. And according to reports, Bill O'Brien, who now running the show there, and the ex-general manager, Brian Gein, didn't agree on a lot of things, and he did not agree on Jadavion Clowney. Gein, according to reports, wanted to give Clowney a long-term deal. Bill O'Brien, not so much. And surprise, surprise, Davion Clown is going to play if he signs the franchise tag on the franchise uh, one-year deal this season. And 
expect him to hold out all of training camp and report week one, unless he wants to miss some paychecks, um, starting week one of the NFL season. We've seen that before, and it's probably you're going to see that again. But being petty and paying him as a linebacker to not pay the 1.7 that he should be getting as a defensive end, that's not personal. I get all that. Uh, that's what they'll argue, at least, the Houston Texans. But the fact that Clowney's going to have to play on the franchise tag, I mean, it's, if, it's unfortunate because he's earned the long-term extension. I can't believe I'm saying that because was not the biggest Clowney supporter after his first two seasons in the NFL. Thought he was a big bust. But the numbers point out, I mean, he's really been effective and underrated against the run. No one points that out. At least people uh, that I hear nationally don't point it out. Uh, he had 53 tackles for loss over the last, uh, past three seasons, third best in the NFL. So he gets it done against the run. Overall, uh, according to Pro Football Focus, um, he had his best grade as far as grading out last season. So Texans not giving Clowney a long-term deal. Big mistake. But we'll see how that affects them going into next season. Um, still, the odds-on favorite, the second favorite, actually. The Colts are the favorites in the AFC South. They are the second best favorite in the AFC South. We'll see how that plays out this season. And if you're Clowney, you don't have that uh, financial stability long term. Does it affect Clowney on the field? The counter argument to that, he wants that long term deal. He wants to prove uh, to other teams out there that he's worthy of that long term deal. I read a report he's working with Julius Peppers, Chuck Smith on pass rushing moves, and uh, he's added more pass rushing moves. This season, because he knows that double-digit sack season is so important, especially to um, other suitors out there. Now, for the record, the Texans can franchise him again. They could do that again after this season. So that's certainly a possibility and probably what the Texans would do if he has a breakout season this year uh, on the defensive line there in Houston. But just unfortunate that it has to come down to that. Um, with Jadavion Clowney, but I'm happy to see Robbie Gold get a two-year deal, the place kicker with the 49ers. A lot has been made of that. Um, he was a little unhappy at going into the uh, offseason being franchised, and he gets his deal. That's good for the 49ers who look to get Jimmy Garoppolo back under center and make some noise next season in the NFC West. Uh, we'll look forward to that as well, but uh, that was the big news in the NFL. Other, other news, Melvin Gordon, you know, his, his continued holdout. Madden uh, rankings and Daniel Jones. Just I didn't get enough into that. Just to finish up on that, put a bow on on, on Daniel Jones. Sixty three. Now I get the fact that it was a reach at number six. Dave Gettleman and the Giants with drafting Daniel Jones out of Duke there, but he still, by most accounts, was a first round pick, first round talent. For the record, Dwayne Haskins went fifteenth overall to. The Washington Redskins, his ranking is uh, much higher. It's 72, 71-72 by Madden. So much higher than that of Daniel Jones. A 63? Teddy Bridgewater has a higher ranking? Ryan Tannehill, who is expected to back up Marcus Mariota in Tennessee, has a higher ranking? Uh, just, just a little ridiculous. Um, to me, and I'm not a Daniel Jones fan per se, but Dak Prescott, before he even played a snap in the NFL, was fourth-round pick of the uh, Dallas Cowboys. He was a 71, a 71 coming out of Mississippi State. Daniel Jones, a first-round pick out of Duke, a 63. I, no rhyme or reason to it. Keenan Allen was upset with his ranking. 
uh, at wide receiver, the LA Chargers wide receiver, 89. Not happy with that. Aaron Rodgers, though, has the biggest beef. Seventh best ranking for a quarterback, a 90. I get Pat Mahomes. You got to put him up there. Tom Brady, sure. Drew Brees, sure. I'm not too sure, though, he's the seventh best quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. I put him up there much higher than, than seventh best. So uh, people were, were a little bit upset with that. But at the end of the day, as I talk about this and, and as I put it out there, does it really matter? You think Eli Manning, when he's making his Hall of Fame speech, and he's going to get into the Hall of Fame, as much as I disagree with that, he's getting into the Hall of Fame. He's going to the Hall of Fame as a two-time MVP of the Super Bowl, two-time Super Bowl champion. His numbers are he's, you know, a compiler or what you will. They will look uh, very good at the end of his career. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. You really think he's going to care about his ranking, his Madden ranking this year being low and, and being that of the lowest of all of the NFL starting quarterbacks? No! He could care less. So there you have it. Put a bow on the John Madden 2020 player rankings. A lot more to do. SEC Media Days. Kelly Bryant, Missouri quarterback. I want to talk about him. He's next. And the most pressure going into this year on signal calls in college football. That's next. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. The Morning Line. What Mike Trout has been doing here over the last couple of weeks prior to the All-Star break and, of course, in this series, he just has dominated the Mariners uh, all season long, hitting over 421. Uh, The dude is just mashing. There's a reason why you're paying this guy 
$400 million. He's worth every damn penny of it. Weekdays, 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern on the FNTSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this show can get a risk-free bet of up to $500. Here's how it works. Create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, make a deposit, and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. NJ only. New Jersey residents only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to At The Window here on the Fantasy Sports Network. It's SEC Media Days, the second day of four, where each coach and uh, top three players from each school in the SEC take to uh, the media and, you know, they, they press conferences and what have you. It's the start of the college football season before camp begins here. Shortly, Big 12 Media Days is going on as well, and then we get the Big 10, and it goes on and on and on. All the big conferences in the next couple of weeks will all get them uh, uh, their chance at their Media Days and it's great because it's college football season's right around the corner, which I love. I love college football almost as much as the NFL. Every weekend is just jam-packed in the fall. I don't have much of a life. I just love to watch every game if I'm not working. Uh, sit, sit around the TV because every game matters. And it's great to see FS1. They have a revamped pregame show. They're going to try to go after ESPN's game day. And, and so they're putting some beef uh, in their um, uh, in their pregame show, I love that. And what's more important for people of college football fans out there, people that that love college football, they're putting uh, b- better games on at noon Eastern time. So, last few years, ever since uh, last few years, maybe the last decade, the noon game Eastern time kickoff, except for the Michigan Ohio State game, which is always noon it seems, it's waned. It's you know, it's not a great game. It's not two ranked teams playing against one another. They'll save that for the later windows, a 3.30 p.m. Eastern time window. The SEC on CBS is famous for having their best game on during that time. Big Ten also has a good game on at 3.30 Eastern. The primetime game on at 8 p.m. Eastern. ESPN will have a 7.30 p.m. Eastern time game. That's where the bulk of the competitive games, that's where they are, right? Well, this season, FS1 is, is, is going to a, a new model that they, they want to have a, a solid game after the pregame show. So we're going to see some better matchups at noon Eastern time, and that's going to create for a great viewing um, experience because you're going to have noon kickoff where it's going to be a competitive game. You can tune in for that 3.30. Right after that, you just sit in front of the TV all day and watch college football, place your bets. In-game is going to be popping this year, as it always is. But now, especially with the FanDuel Sportsbook in New Jersey where it's legal here locally, just go there, watch the games, place your bets, uh, should be a lot of fun. Did you pay attention, though? Yesterday, SEC Media Days, um, Kelly Bryant, the Clemson transfer. Do you remember he quit Clemson four games into the season last year after he was benched by Dabo Sweeney 
because Trevor Lawrence, the true freshman, was just so good. They, they wanted to put him in there and start him. He was benched. He quit the team. He left. Instead of redshirting, he could have redshirted and stayed with the team for leadership purposes, but he wanted to save his eligibility. And he probably, looking back, was a wise decision because the next game, game five, Trevor Lawrence gets injured, he's out, and Chase Bryce has to come in and save the day against Syracuse, a game they were down uh, big to Syracuse in that one. Kelly Bryant surely would have played that game, and had he played that game, his eligibility would have been um, exhausted. He would have spent uh, his eligibility. He would have had to enter uh, and go to the NFL. Instead, he gets one more year of eligibility because he transferred, and now he's the Missouri starting quarterback. And listening to him, what was his thoughts on Clemson winning the national championship without him after he left and he transferred? Here, listen to him yesterday at SEC Media Days. Um, it's life. Um, that's why I look back on it. Um, you know, it's, it's tough in the moment, but I can't thank Clemson enough for the opportunity they gave me to play there, being a kid from South Carolina, you know, playing for his hometown state and um, just shaping me into who I am today, like I said. So, you know, it was tough, but, you know, it's life. You know, that's how things are. You know, that's what I learned about it. It's, you know, it's adversity as well. It's not you know, it's how you're going to respond to it, how you're going to get back up. But at the end of the day, I mean, I can look back on it. I'm still smiling. I feel great spiritually, mentally, and physically. And so, you know, ready and anxious. That's uh, Kelly Bryant, SEC Media Day's starting quarterback, or he should be the starting quarterback for Missouri this upcoming year, a, a team that's not eligible for a bowl game. So we'll just have 12 regular season games to prove that he's worthy of being in the NFL, and uh, he have 12 games to prove that. What's interesting there is – yeah, it was. Can you imagine um, being replaced as a senior? He took Clemson. All right, he, he um, was a backup quarterback for years behind Deshaun Watson. Then he gets his chance, takes Clemson to the college football playoff. Doesn't do too well, um, you know, uh, there. But he was successful on the field, leading him to the college football playoff. Then starts the first four games, bench for a true freshman. Can you imagine? Then Clemson goes on, wins the national championship game. Trevor Lawrence is the hero against Alabama in, in the final. Can you imagine watching that game being Kelly Bryant? That's tough. That would be tough on me uh, because Dabo Sweeney made the right call. But Kelly Bryant also made the right call. Both can be right here, guys. All right, because he's looking out for himself, and he would have exhausted his eligibility. Now he gets a chance to prove to himself that he should be worthy of the NFL and prove to NFL talent evaluators. But here's the thing. I don't know whether, how you feel about this, but Clemson did not give him a championship ring. Did not give him a championship ring. Does not have one. Should they give him one? He played four games for them last year, was one of the leaders, but he did quit. Instead of, but again, he wanted to save his eligibility because he wants to prove that he's an NFL-worthy quarterback and needed some tape to prove that. And so he was looking out for himself. So uh, just throwing that out there for you. But this year, how much pressure is on Kelly Bryant? Not a lot as far as his teammates are concerned over at Missouri, but for himself, a lot of pressure to prove Dabble Sweeney wrong, to prove the fans wrong, that, uh, that he is worthy of being an NFL quarterback. Some pressure. But who else has a lot of pressure on them this year in college football? Have to start with Jalen Hurts, Oklahoma, Spencer Rattler, the five-star incoming freshman breathing down his neck. And I know Lincoln Riley made news by saying he hasn't named a starter yet. And it said open competition, blah, blah, blah. I talked about it yesterday. It's going to be Jalen Hurts to begin. 
lot of pressure, though, on Jalen Hurts. You have to follow Kyler Murray, Heisman winner, took the, the team to the college football play. Baker Mayfield, Heisman winner. Both those quarterbacks, number one overall picks. Now you're Jalen Hurts, 26-2 and two as a starter at Alabama. Now you come in. Oh, there's a lot of pressure on, on, on Jalen Hurts there in Oklahoma. Other quarterbacks with pressure. Shea Patterson. How about Shea Patterson at Michigan? Last, uh, The new offensive coordinator, Alabama um, uh, receivers coach, now comes to, I uh, was co-offensive coordinator for Alabama last year. Did not call plays, though. Uh, Loxley did. Mike Loxley did last year. Now he's in Maryland. He's coming to Michigan, revamped uh, offense. Jim Harbaugh is not calling plays anymore. Now it's Josh Gaddis calling plays there in Ann Arbor. Shea Patterson, I think pressure on Shea Patterson. The, the, the offense is going to be more, um, I guess, catered around his strengths. A lot of the quotes coming out of Ann Arbor. There is pressure on Shea Patterson. Always pressure on the Michigan quarterback to succeed. How about Felipe Franks down in Florida? But uh, Mullen, Dan Mullen. Think about the quarterbacks Dan Mullen has coached. Dak Prescott at Mississippi State. Tim Tebow at Florida when he was there under Urban Meyer. Alex Smith going back to the Utah days when Dan Mullen was under Urban Meyer um, as well. Uh, Fitz, uh, Fitzgerald, Nick Fitzgerald at Mississippi State as well there before he went to Florida last season. Now Felipe Franks, a four-star quarterback. Big guy, 6'5", 240. They want to see him run more to kind of fit more of the mold of a Dan Mullen quarterback. There's pressure on Felipe Franks to play well this season there in Gainesville. So that, there's pressure as well. Not so much is there pressure... On Justin Fields there at Ohio State, I don't think so. I know Dwayne Haskins put up all great numbers last year for Urban Meyer, but now it's Ryan Day, the new head coach there. Same offensive corner, and he's going to call plays there in Columbus. But is there a lot of pressure on, on Justin Fields? There's some pressure, but I don't think it rivals that of Jalen Hurts or Kelly Bryant, what, what you will. What do you think? Who has the most pressure as far as quarterbacks are concerned this season in college football to do well. How about Justin Herbert, Oregon? Oregon, this season, they have three of their top linemen coming back. They could have went to the NFL. They're coming back. Justin Herbert could have went to the NFL. Could have been a first-round pick, but instead he's coming back to Oregon. And they have the favorites in the Pac-12 to win the Pac-12. Right now, FanDuel Sportsbook has the Oregon Ducks plus 300 to win the conference. Utah also plus 300, so co-favorites there. And Washington, so three uh, uh, the favorites there. How about USC? Plus 900 FanDuel Sportsbook to win the Pac-12. They have a new offensive coordinator, Graham Harrell. You remember Cliff Kingsbury for a minute was the OC there for USC uh, under Clay Helton, but he then went to the NFL, to the Arizona Cardinals, got a head coaching gig. They went to North Texas to hire their next OC, and that is Graham Harrell. Do you remember him? He played at Texas Tech for uh, Mike Leach. Put up all those numbers. He was also under Mike Leach at Washington State there uh, as an offensive um, assistant there at Washington State before going to North Texas, where it was the OC, and they put up prolific numbers there as far on the ground through the years, kind of similar to what they ran at Washington State, the, you know, an air raid type of offense. Now he's the OC under Clay Hilton there at USC, and JT Daniels, a lot of pressure, had an up-and-down season, five-star quarterback, freshman coming in, this season, though, they only averaged 26 points per game, kind of middling offense. They wanted to revamp it. That's why Clay Helton went to Graham Harrell to try to re rejuvenate that offense for the Trojans. A lot of weapons for JT Daniels. Some pressure on him to succeed as well. So not only I got Justin Herbert pressure 
JT Daniels pressure at USC. Herbert at Oregon. Shea Patterson at Michigan. Jalen Hurts at, at Oklahoma. Sam Ellinger at Texas. Eh, not really. Uh, there's some pressure there, but not as much as those other guys I just mentioned. Maybe you disagree with me. You could uh, weigh in in the chat room here on YouTube on the Fantasy Sports Network at the window. Who has the most pressure this season in college football as far as quarterbacks are concerned? Is it Jalen Hurts? Is it someone else? Is it Shea Patterson? Do you disagree? Let me know there. I'll, I'll read the best comments there. Still a lot more to do. Going to preview the Colts, the Indianapolis Colts. That's next here on At The Window on the Fantasy Sports Network. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. Someone is searching your name or business online. What will they find? Do you have negative search results online? Do you have false accusations, records from a legal situation, or bad press from your past? To reclaim your reputation, call 1-888-WE-DELETE or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. That's 1-888-933-3538 or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. If there is any negative information about you online, GuaranteedRemovals.com will permanently delete it for you. That's right, it is possible to remove negative content from the internet. And GuaranteeRemovals.com is the only company focusing on permanently deleting negative online content. We have successfully removed over 10,000 links, including news articles, arrest records, legal documents, business complaints, blogs, pictures, videos, and more. We offer a no-money-upfront guarantee. You don't pay until your online content is removed. Call 1-888-WE-DELETE to talk to our dedicated specialists who are here to assist you. That's 1-888-933-3538 or GuaranteedRemovals.com. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractor. Awning. A Sunsetter retractable awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter retractable awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. Back here on At The Window, I am Sean Guasamacchia. Pleased now to be joined by Bob Kravitz, 
He now works for The Athletic, senior writer. Congratulations, Bob, on the new job. I know you started it in November, but still, uh, first time we're talking, so congratulations uh, on the new gig with The Athletic. Well, thank you. It's good to be employed. <laughs> exactly, right? I can speak to that. It's <laughs> Always good to be employed. Uh, how is your relationship with the New England fans? Uh, I know you've been back there since the Flake Gate, but uh, how are you received there in New England? Well, it's not like I parade down the street and say, here I am, but <laughs> the, times, the times that I've gone back, I've not had any problems. I'm sure I'm still not a beloved figure, but I'm not necessarily a beloved figure in my own home. So, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, look, you know, I, I, I don't freak, freak, right. I, look, I did, I did what I, I did. I got the information. I got it right. I have nothing to, uh, nothing to look back on and, and, and feel regret about. A hundred percent. And, and it was great that you did that reporting for us as, uh, we got that information out there and. Uh, it was a great job by you. I'm sure New England, they feel differently, but let's move on from that. I just uh, was just curious to see sure. how uh, they treated you when you went back there. But, Bob, this, the, the Indianapolis Colts, Andrew Luck, we're not talking about the shoulder going into training camp this season. How much of a relief is that for Indianapolis Colts fans? Well, it, it's enormous. you know. And, and remember last year at this time, Andrew Luck, we didn't even really know if he was going to be able to go full throttle at uh, training camp, which starts here in, uh, in two weeks. Um, so, yeah, he's had an entire offseason to specifically train for the season. It's his second year under Frank Reich and uh, Nick Sirianni. And I said this earlier on a local radio show, I think in the next two to three years, Andrew Luck's going to win an MVP. And uh, I think he's got enough weapons now that he can really – take off and start putting up some stupid numbers. He's got the great offensive line. Uh, they had Devin Funches, who, you know, we'll wait and see on him. Paris Campbell, the running back, wide re- or the wide receiver, excuse me, from uh, Ohio State, they're really high on. So uh, I think he's going to have a huge year. The question is whether they'll be able to outscore their opponents when they're facing a schedule. It's got six quarterbacks. Uh, who were in the top 10 in QBR last year. Oh, that's going to be a tough task. Is, is Frank Reich up for the task? How would you evaluate his first season last year? I know the record was good, but but as far as his decision-making is concerned, how, how would you rate him as far as coaching is concerned? Well, I thought he did a fabulous job. I mean, first, on a macro level, keeping that team headed in the right direction when they started 1-5. and five. Um, So I, I think he clearly established that he's got the right stuff for this job. Uh, offensively, they're much more multifaceted than they ever were. Uh, you know, uh, during the previous uh, previous coaching staff regime. Um, no, I, 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 they're everybody's favorite. They're everybody's darling this year, and I honestly can't find a reason why they shouldn't be. I think they've got a chance to be a really special team. I think they're one of the handful or more of teams who have a real chance to get to the Super Bowl. Absolutely. They, they definitely, you mentioned it, the offensive line, one of the strengths of this team, uh, pro football focus, has them rated as one of the best offensive lines in all of football. Talk about the offensive line. For people who aren't familiar, 
with the names on that list. I, everyone knows Quentin Nelson at guard and Ryan Kelly at center. But talk more about the other guys on that offensive line. Well, uh, yeah, because it's not football season, it's the right tackle, and his name is escaping me right now. All the names are escaping me right now. It's brain rot from not being around them all year. Costanzo, but, uh, left tackle, yeah. Well, Costanzo is, is, is settled in their left tackle. Um, we'll see what his long-term future looks like, whether they'll re-sign him. But they, uh, they, they're, they're strong in all five positions. They've got some depth. Uh, I think it helps that Andrew, under the new offensive system, gets rid of the ball a lot faster than, than he used to. That was one of the things that they wanted to see once Reich and Sirianni came in. Um, so, yeah, and I, it, it's, uh, I, I think they're going to score a lot of points because of that offensive line. I know they want to bolster their running game. Their running game was very in and out last year. It had moments of greatness in moments when it did absolutely nothing. So I think they want to be a little less reliant on uh, Andrew Locke than they were uh, last year, especially early in the year when Andrew was throwing the ball all over the yard. And that was from a guy who was coming off major shoulder surgery. Yeah, Do you expect the, the same season from Eric Ebron, who 13 touchdowns receiving last season, broke out, he was considered a, a bust uh, for the Detroit Lions, went to Indianapolis, and he broke out. Uh, do you see a similar season from Eric Ebron, or you know, do you see him tailing off a little bit? Because Devin Funches is going to get the football, and you know T.Y. Hilton's going to get the football. Uh, what, do you, what do you make of the tight end position there for the Indianapolis Colts this year? Well, tight end, they're as, as deep as they've ever been. I mean, you got Doyle coming back after right. the hip surgery. Uh, Allie Cox has really looked good, so... Um, I, you know, uh, I would expect that he's going to put up the same numbers because I just thought he put up extraordinary numbers last year. That's, yeah. that's a really high bar. But, I mean, he's clearly a guy they want to move forward with. Uh, he's great in the red zone, as you know, which is obvious because you look at his touchdown numbers. It's going to be tough to surpass or even equal that, but I think he's still going to be a very important guy to this team because he's such a mismatch problem. Yeah, and Mo Alley-Cox might take some touchdowns away from him in the red zone. He's a big target, the, the former college basketball player. We'll see how he progresses uh, as he continues his NFL career. But uh, you said the offensive line's maybe one of the strengths of this team. Andrew Luck, of course, is a strength. How about one of the weaknesses? What's the biggest weakness for this team? I would say pass rush. Uh, they, they were not a very good pass rushing team. And this, this defensive system is your basic Tampa 2. So... To be effective in the Tampa, too, you need you need your edge rushers to get to the quarterback. And that's what they had with Freeney and Mathis back in the day. Uh, you know, they added um, just uh, they added Houston, Justin Houston. Uh, we'll see how much he's got left, but I don't think they see him as the long-term answer. Okay. Uh, I think he's got a two-year, two-year deal off the top of my head. Um, they're hoping for uh, guys like Taekwon Lewis, and uh, Kimoko Ture, two draftees from last year, they're hoping they develop. Uh, ben Bonogu uh, is a draftee from this past draft who uh, they were originally looking at as a linebacker, but now it appears he's going to be defensive end. They've got to get a better pass rush from their front four. I think that's the biggest issue, especially facing a schedule that, like I said before, has a lot of really elite quarterbacks. 
talking to Bob Kravitz. He covers the Colts and, and a lot of the uh, Indianapolis uh, sports scene for the athletic senior writer here on At the Window on the Fantasy Sports Network, previewing the Indianapolis Colts. Bob, one position, and, and we, we know defensively they don't have to worry about, is, is that of Darius Leonard, their middle linebacker, rookie year, and sensational. Uh, where did this guy come from? I mean, he just jumped off the, the playing field last year, just jumped off the TV. Uh, sensational season. Talk about his, his great year last year and, and for this defense, how much he means to it. But, you know, he's the kind of guy who, you know, he can have 18 tackles, and the one thing that'll uh, piss him off is the one that he missed. You know, he's just he's just a guy. I know we always talk about chips on the shoulder, and it right. becomes sort of trite after a while. But this is a guy who went to a small school. Uh, you know, wanted to go to uh, Clemson uh, because of some great issues that never really happened for him, but. Uh, he is just a different cat. And the thing that's going to be good, too, is he's going to uh, play with a little bit more weight. He got down to about 215 pounds wow. last year, which is really tiny for a linebacker, um, and still did amazing things all season long. So, yeah, that's, what, that, that's among the areas they have nothing to worry about. Now, what they're going to do at the other linebacker spots is is a bigger issue. They got Anthony Walker, middle linebacker. He's going to get pushed by a, a rookie named Bobby Okariki. Not sure exactly who their who their Sam's going to be at this point. So that's another area where I think things will play themselves out in training camp. Bob, we have like a minute left here. Uh, what do you think as far as a predictions concern for this Indianapolis Colts team? What would they be disappointed in? If, if the Colts were not to achieve, basically, are they uh, division winners? Do you expect them to win that division? Jacksonville should be improved with Nick Foles. The Texans are always uh, competitive and very good. What do you expect from the Colts this year? I expect them to win the division. Um, I think it's going to be really tight because, again, the schedule is so tough with so many really good offenses. I think they, they, they can have the same record they did last year, which was 10-6. and six. But I think they can win the division with that. And I think they can go further in the playoffs because they're going to be a better team this coming season than they were last season. Excellent stuff, Bob. Uh, appreciate the time. Thank you for uh, checking in and giving us a preview of the Colts' uh, upcoming season. Okay. All right. My pleasure. Take care. That's Bob Kravitz. A lot more to do. I'll talk more Colts and Phil Mickelson's diet. Maybe you should try it. Maybe not. I don't know. That's next year on Out the Window. <laughs> 